episode and I'm your host Nathan Batty and this is brought to you by ChristianResearcher.com. Today's our first episode and this is a new venture for us. I've never done podcasting before. I'm excited about it, a little bit nervous. There's going to be a lot of challenges along the way but I hope it will be beneficial to our listening audience as we're going to talk a lot about books and reading and doing research. Our website name is ChristianResearcher.com and One of our goals is to provoke people to do Bible research. And so that's part of what this this podcast is geared towards, is encouraging people, challenging them to read more, to do the research necessary to learn more about the Bible. Now, before I tell you uh, kind of our end goals of what we're hoping to accomplish with this podcast, I want to take a moment to kind of back up and just introduce myself, introduce our website, and tell you uh, a little bit about our background. So first of all, our website is www.christianresearcher.com. If you haven't ever checked it out, go check that out. Uh, You can subscribe to the page to our mailing list for updates whenever we post updates, book sales, things of that nature. Um, The website is a one-man operation. I'm responsible for all the content, good and bad. If you want to tell me about some things you like about the site or make some inquiries requests, you can do that at christianresearcher at gmail.com. That is also the email address for the complaint department. There's things you don't like about it. Um, sorry, we'll try to try to fix that, try to work towards a, a better site. But again, that's christianresearcher at gmail.com, and the website is christianresearcher.com. We appreciate you checking that out and sharing that source with some folks. Um, the website is just a small aspect of what I do. That's really more of a hobby, as is this podcast. Uh, my full-time job is a gospel preacher. I preach for the Rockville Road Church of Christ here in Indianapolis, Indiana. My family and I moved up here to Indiana in March of 2018, so we've been here about a year. We're recent transplants, if you will, trying to get used to being Hoosiers. Uh, We spent the last nine years down in Arlington, Texas, where I worked with the Green Oaks Boulevard Church of Christ. And a couple years prior to that, I worked with the um, C. and Tyler Church of Christ in McAllister, Oklahoma. And before that, I grew up in Georgia. Uh, Not only am I a gospel preacher, I am the son of a gospel preacher. My father, uh, George Batty, has been a longtime uh, gospel preacher. He runs a website called uh, www.willofthelord.com. If you haven't checked out that website, you ought to go over there. There's tons of material. Dad doesn't believe in copywriting anything that he has produced, and so there's tons and tons and tons of notes and material that he has posted on his site that you can download, you can use, you can distribute free of charge a wealth of material over there. Uh, But anyway, growing up in a preacher's household, I had a lot of benefits and experiences that a lot of people don't get to experience. Uh, Sometimes people talk about being a preacher's child as a negative thing. There's a lot of negative aspects with it. Not the case in my family. I'm very proud of my father. I'm very thankful for uh, the rearing and training that I received in his household. Uh, A lot of it I didn't take for granted at the I took for granted at the time, didn't appreciate but uh, looking back on that, I was truly blessed. And so inadvertently, a lot of the benefits and a lot of things we'll talk about on this podcast 
come inadvertently through my father. Uh, what's important for this podcast is that not only am I, uh, you know, running the website and a gospel preacher, son of a preacher, I'm a book lover. That's basically the heart of what we're wanting to do with this podcast. I love books, and not just any books. I don't like reading fictional books. Never really have. Um, I, the, I like reading religious books. The last non-religious book I read, I think, was about two years ago. Uh, I just don't have any interest in it, but I do love reading religious books, and what I want to do is help provoke our readers to love reading. Let me share with you a little story that maybe will help you. When I was in second grade, my parents decided to homeschool me. One of the reasons for that is because I couldn't read. I was at the top of my class. I made good grades, but I couldn't really read. So they decided to take me out and start homeschooling me. Homeschooling was kind of a new thing. A lot of challenges with it, a lot of things I didn't like, but there were a lot of benefits to it as well, and um, probably more benefits looking back than I could realize at the time. Anyway, um, Mom decided that one of the things we were going to do once we learned how to read was we were going to read a lot of the classics. By classics, I mean Tom Sawyer, Huckleberry Finn, Uncle Tom's Cabin, Tale of Two Cities, Kidnapped by Robert Louis Stevenson, a lot of books like that. And one of the books that she had us read I really hated, like I passionately hated this book, was I had to read the Federalist Papers in high school. I don't know of many high school kids that had to read that, but I had to read that. I hated every moment of it. Uh, if I had to read it today, I would still hate reading that book. Say all that, say this, the books that I read growing up, I did not enjoy reading, and I still wouldn't enjoy reading them today. You know, if my if my mom made me today read A Tale of Two Cities, I wouldn't enjoy it any more today than I did then. I've never enjoyed reading fictional books. I would read some uh, autobiographies of baseball players, and the only reason I read those was because mom was making me read, and I liked baseball, so I could... I could muddle through and get a small amount of pleasure out of reading those books, but I didn't enjoy reading even those books in the way that I love reading religious books today. One of the reasons I love reading religious books is because I learn from them. We'll talk more about that momentarily. But I grew up, I did not like reading. So if you don't like reading, I understand where you're coming from. If reading is a work, it's a, it's a chore, it's painful to you, I totally understand where you're coming from. That's the background that I came out of. Now, growing up, Dad had this tremendous library. He's a gospel preacher, so he had this really large library. His library, his books were his, you know, his pride. It was his collection, if you will. He didn't have a lot of hobbies. He didn't like to fish. He didn't like sports. He didn't, he liked to read. He had his books, and he had this really large library. We were always impressed. And we would kind of joke around as kids. I have an older sister, a younger sister, and a younger brother, and we would get in these arguments about what we were going to inherit whenever dad died and we knew the only thing that he had of any value was his library in terms of money I don't, I don't know what is worth that's not really what was mattered to us this concept of this is what was important to dad so we wanted to hold on to a piece of dad my older sister joey she'd always pull out the trump card early in the argument she'd say well nathan you don't read you don't like to read and so this library isn't going to do you any good you know, I couldn't really argue with her because I didn't like to read. When I moved off to college, Dad gave me a handful of books and um, went off to college. And not long after I moved away from home, I got asked to work with the congregation, the C. and Tyler congregation there in McAllister, Oklahoma. And when I started working for them, I realized I'm going to have to learn to be a better Bible student than what I am. 
I'm going to have to read more than what I do. I'm going to have to learn to like reading. If I can't learn to like reading, I need to find a different pr profession to go into. I like talking to people. I like talking to people about the Bible, sharing God's Word, but I didn't really like studying. And so, like I said, I made up my mind, either you're going to learn to like reading or you're going to have to figure out something different to do. And what I discovered was I liked learning. And I hadn't really read for the sake of learning in a field of interest to me before in my life. And as I began reading and learning, it really opened a lot of doors for me. And I hope that as we kind of start down this journey together, this road, that you will learn to love reading about God's Word as well, and that some of those same doors will open up for you. Uh, my love for reading has blossomed into a small business where I sell religious books and a really large library. One of the reasons I got into selling books was to build my own library because, you know, it's painful when you're married and you're living on a, you know, a tight budget and you want to buy books. Uh, some guys, they have to convince their wives to let them buy fishing gear or hunting gear. Uh, my deal was books. And I decided one of the ways that I would get around having to ask my wife constantly for book money was to start selling books and making money and then taking the money that I made from book selling and buying more books. And so it kind of blew up on me. Now I've got a really nice library that I'm very thankful for. And I've got a lot of books stacked everywhere that, that I sell on the site as well through our website. But um, I learned a lot about books along the way, good authors, bad authors, uh, books that I enjoy reading, books that I didn't enjoy reading. And so I wanted to share some of my book knowledge with people in, in these podcasts and hopefully provoke you to learning to love reading as much as I do. This brings me to really my main goal that I'm hoping to accomplish in these podcasts. Reading is work. There's no two ways about it. Reading is work. That's why people don't do it all the time. And when you come home from a hard day at work, and then you have to work more. That's not exactly what you are looking for. And it's easy not to read because reading is work. But reading can be fun. Work can be fun. And you can actually learn to enjoy the work that you're doing. I really have two groups of people in mind in making this podcast. First of all, there's new readers. And then secondly, old readers. By new readers, I mean there's a lot of people out there who have never read very much. They've wanted to, they know that they, they should be, but they never have taken the time to do it. I want to share a couple passages with you. Hebrews chapter 5, verse 12. For though by this time you ought to be teachers, you need someone to teach you again the basic principles of the oracles of God. You need milk, not solid food. For everyone who loves lives on milk is unskilled in the word of righteousness since he is a child. But solid food is for the mature, for those who have their powers of discernment trained by constant practice to distinguish good from evil. There's a lot of people who have grown up in the church and have heard a lot of sermons, but they haven't reached the level of knowledge that should be expected of them because they haven't learned to do the work themselves. They're, they're like a child that are constantly fed. Adulting is learning how to feed yourself, and that's true both physically and spiritually. If you want to be a mature Christian, you're going to have to learn how to pick up your spiritual fork and feed yourself from God's Word. 
I want to provoke you to learn how to do that and to learn to love to do that as well. One of the things you have to set your mind out from the beginning is that when you read from God's Word, you are hearing from God. And that's the most exciting person that you could hear from on any given day. It's the most exciting message that God, the creator of heaven and earth, the one who sent his son to die for you, took time to share his will with you. A will that is unchanging, a will that is completed, a will that has been revealed and is understandable. And so... Walk away with the mindset that I want to hear more from God. I want to know more about God. And the only way I can do that is by reading his word and studying it. Now, in reading and studying God's word, we need some helps along the way. The Bible teaches this in Romans chapter 10. The Bible talks about how will they hear unless someone teaches them. There's some people who have the concept that Bible commentaries are an evil thing and we don't need them. All we need is the Bible. That's both wrong and it's foolish. And I'll, I'll start with the second part of that. In the book of Proverbs, Proverbs is all about seeking both knowledge and wisdom. And that's what you and I want. We want more knowledge and wisdom. And the way that Proverbs prescribes getting knowledge and wisdom is by seeking it out from wise and knowledgeable counselors. Now, if that's true of just common things, why not about the study of God's word? You want to learn more about God's Word? Find somebody who knows about God's Word that can teach it to you. You want to grow in your wisdom? Find wise counselors who can give you wisdom. That's what Proverbs demands out of you. That's true in your spiritual walk. I'm surrounded on my shelves here by friends and uh, great men who have dedicated their lives in studying different aspects of God's Word. And it's foolish to think that in my one single lifetime, I can accomplish by myself what thousands of men have been able to accomplish in thousands of lifetimes. Here's the fact. No matter how much you read about God's Word, you are going to discover there is so much more out there. And you do not have enough time in your life to comprehend everything that is knowable. God's word is tremendously immense and expansive. And it's, it's so awesome to sit down and learn more about his word and to learn at the feet of men who have dedicated their lives in careful examination and diligent study of God's word. Do they sometimes make mistakes? Yes. Are they sometimes wrong about things? Yes. But have you ever been wrong about something? Do you know everything that there is to know? Of course you don't. Have you ever made mistakes? Yes. Have other people been able to recognize them when you've made them? Yes. That's how it is when you read. Men are fallible, but the Word of God is infallible, and we take what men have taught us and we compare it to see does it match up with God's Word. We'll talk about that more as we go along and give you some reading tips for how to do that more effectively, but uh, kind of going back to the beginning, Learn to love hearing from God. When you learn about it, and you're not just reading it, but you're learning about God, there is a lot of excitement. And I hope that this podcast will help provoke you to learning more about God's Word and learning to love it. So that's about new readers. How about old readers? There's a lot of our listeners who hopefully, or there are a lot of them, that, that love reading. You know, one thing about loving to read is you find people who love to read and you like talking about it. 
I can tell people that love to read because of uh, the conversation that we have. I was at a uh, camp meeting down in Tyler, Texas several years ago, and a buddy of mine, uh, Jason Ellis, I'm just going to call him out, uh, Jason came up to me and we were just kind of chit-chatting about different things, and he said, you know, um, I've been reading a book by J.P. Moreland uh, called Loving God with All Your Mind. And I said, oh, yeah, that's a really good book. I said, how did you find out about that? He said, well, I saw you quote something from it, and I liked the quote, so I went and bought it. And I've read it a couple times now, and I'm probably going to start reading that every year. I said, really, you've read Moreland's book? I said, that's, that's pretty impressive. That's not a light read. It's, it's not an extremely difficult read, but it's not, super, it's not fluffy by any means. And he says, yeah, I've, I read it and really enjoyed it. I said, well, what other books have you read? And he started listing several of the books. And what I discovered was, one, he was an avid reader. He doesn't fit the nerd category. When you look at Jason, you don't think, here's a nerd, you know. But this guy likes to read. If, if that makes him a nerd, so be it. You know, that's, that's a compliment, Jason. Um, anyway, I, I didn't think that Jason was a reader, but turns out he was a reader. And he's been reading a lot of good things. Uh, he's been reading a lot in the book of Daniel. And Daniel's a book that I would like to do more reading in. I haven't set aside the time to do that just yet. But he has been reading in Daniel. So when I want to learn about... Daniel, or when I have questions about what positions different authors take, I call Jason and I talk to Jason because Jason knows about Daniel. He's been reading about it. It's a good resource to have. But when I talk to Jason, most of the time, Jason and I talk about books. Now, I don't know what all Jason's hobbies are, his interests, uh, you know, but I do know he likes books and we talk books a lot. And so if you're an old reader, I hope that we can talk books, if you will. Uh, send me your thoughts on some books. Send me your reviews. Send me your recommendations. Uh, ask your questions. I, I love talking books, and that's what I want to do in this series of podcasts, Talk Books. I want to share some of my learning experiences. Um, I get excited when I'm reading a book and I learn something uh, that changes the way I look at a passage or a concept or just opens my mind uh, to, to a new area of study. That's, you have those kind of mind-blowing moments. Sometimes it's things you should have known all your life and you're just now getting it and you feel very humbled and stupid, but it's still exciting nonetheless. Um, it's moments like that that encourage you to study more, to study harder, to realize how little you do know. It's a very humbling experience, but yet encouraging and faith-building and love-building. Uh, along those same lines, I love discovering new reads, new sources. Um you know, I like guys like Jason that they're reading authors that I've not had a chance to read at this point. And um, when I call him and I'll say, you know, okay, so you're reading Daniel. Have you read Del Ralph Davis's commentary on Daniel? Is it any good? And he'll say, eh, you know, it's, I hadn't found it very helpful. I, I found another book over here more helpful. That's good to know. Okay, so I may eventually read Del Ralph Davis's commentary on Daniel, but it's not where I'm going to start if Jason has already been there, read that, why would I go back and make that my first goal if he's telling me there's better books out there? Again, the concept of go to people who have the knowledge, who have the wisdom, build off their efforts and go forward with it. And so by talking to people who love books, you learn about some good books. And I hope that I can share with you some good books. And I hope that you will share with me some good books as well. This is going to be an exciting journey for us. And I hope that you will... Uh, tune in on a regular basis. I'm going to try to post weekly. There are going to be some times where I'm holding gospel meetings and things like that where I'm not able to post on a weekly basis. 
But um, in episode two, if you'll tune in again shortly, we're going to talk about some of the goals of different areas we're wanting to cover in specific. Um, take care of a couple of housekeeping uh, notes here at the very end. I want to give you just a heads up. I will never ask for donations, okay? I'm not asking for your money on here. What I will do from time to time is I will make a sales pitch. Um, one of the things we do at ChristianResearcher.com is we sell books, both new books and, and used books. And occasionally, if I think there's a book that you need to get, you need to read, I will tell you about it, and I'll tell you where you can find it on our website. So there will be occasional sales pitch, but I will not be asking uh, for donations. If you haven't been to our website, again, go to ChristianResearcher.com, subscribe to our mailing list, and share our website with others. If you haven't subscribed to this podcast, do it now. Uh, you can find it on iTunes. Go to iTunes, subscribe to it so that you can get notified whenever we post new content. Thanks for listening, and look forward to this journey together. God bless. Have a great day. Better is our sacrifice. He paid the, he paid the price, the price. He paid it all upon the cross. No longer bound by sin or with eternal loss. He took my sin and washed it away. When I was immersed in that watery grave, I heard that gospel call because he paid it all.